0: believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God.
1: Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. with the folks. My name is Shelley.
2: And my name is June. Hi, everyone.
1: It's a privilege that you're joining us this week. And the theme for this week is basically two words. And those words are Take Heed, H-E-E-D. And uh, we need to understand what these words mean, both in the Hebrew and in the Greek. For example, in Hebrew, the Hebrew word is shuamar, which can be translated to guard, to attend to, beware. And of course, it means take heed. In the Greek, the Greek word is blepo, which means regard, attend to, behold, and beware. And before we go to the scriptures that speak about Take heed. I'd like to read something that we got off of the computer. And this will really explain the purpose and the necessity of taking heed. It says, uh, regarding the Titanic, one account of the Titanic says that ships close by warned them six times that they were headed for an iceberg and would sink. On the sixth time, the captain of the Titanic signaled back, shut up, I'm busy. And I'd like to read all these warnings, because taking heed is vital. We see how vital it was, because over 1,500 people died when the Titanic sunk. All right, on the day of April 14th, 1912, at 9 a.m., the Titanic received an ice warning from Coronia, a boat. The message was delivered to the bridge at the captain's request for other officers to take note. At 1.42 p.m., the Titanic received an ice warning from the Baltic. The message was delivered to Captain Smith, and he talked about it with Ismay. Ismay then put the ice warning in his pocket and later showed it to other passengers. Then the captain asked for the return of the warning, and he posted it in the chart room at 7.15. At 1.45 p.m., the Titanic received an ice warning from the America This was really a private message overheard by the wireless operators and never made its way to the bridge. At 7.30 p.m., the Titanic received an ice warning from the Californian. This message was also overheard by the wireless operators and was delivered personally to the bridge by one of the wireless operators, Harold Bride. Captain Smith was not made aware of this ice warning. He was dining in the restaurant. At 9.40 p.m., the Titanic received an ice warning from the Masaba. This message never reached the bridge. Harold was taking a much-needed rest, and Phillips, another man obviously, was too busy sending commercial traffic to Cape Race. Around 11 p.m., the Titanic received an ice warning again from the Californian. This liner was only 10 miles away from the Titanic. As Phillips was busily sending private messages, The Californian was going to tell Titanic that she was stopped for the night because of field ice. But when he started transmitting, he was so close that it burst into the already stressed ears of Jack Phillips. He did not wait for the warning to come through before he replied angrily, Shut up, shut up, I am busy, I am working Cape Race. The Californian operator felt rejected and shut down his radio and went to bed. What a sad story it is, Junie. And we see what happens when we don't take heed.
2: And to remember that the words take heed mean to guard, to beware, to regard, to act upon. And what a tragedy, Shelley, what a tragedy that those words weren't heeded.
1: Really. So let's turn to the scriptures and we see that take heed is, is spoken of, repeated, many, many, many times. You said
2: how many before? Shall yeah, over
1: 500. People? Okay. That's right. But let me, let's give some examples, Junie. For example, in Malachi 2.15, it says, take heed to your spirit.
2: And in Numbers 23.12, it says, take heed to your to speak what the Lord gives you. And, you know, that's so important, Shelley, because sometimes we think it's our own imagination or we fear for rejection. But we need to take heed that if God puts something in our heart, we need to obey him and speak it.
1: Amen. Listen to this verse. Take heed unto yourselves that you love the Lord your God. Joshua 23, 11.
2: And in Psalm 39, 1 Take heed to your ways. Wow.
1: Matthew 24, 4. Take heed that no man deceive you. And interestingly, in that um, chapter, Junie, we see almost Jesus' plan, not a plan, I should say, Jesus discussing the unfolding of the end days and the very first admonition regarding when certain things will take place is take heed that no man deceive you
2: and we're actually living in those days two thousand years later and so it's really an exhortation to us to go back to the word of god and to take heed to listen to what the spirit is saying to us and obey the lord really another place in scripture where we see this warning is in hebrews chapter 3 verse 12 Take heed, my brothers and sisters, lest there be any of you, in any of you, an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. And you know, it's interesting, Shelley, that in Hebrews it says an evil heart really? of unbelief. And sometimes we think we don't have enough faith to believe, but the scriptures show us that the disciples cried out to God, Lord, I believe, help us in our unbelief. So we really don't have an excuse if we're not believing God, if we're not trusting him. If we're afraid to trust him, it's better to fear God than fear really? whatever else we're fearing. That's right. But to cry out to the Lord, Lord, change my heart. Give me a heart of faith. Increase my faith that I might believe you.
1: When you read that, journey, I immediately thought of the spies that went to spy out the land. And when the spies went out, they saw the giants in the land and they came back. And what does the word of God say? Their report was an evil report.
2: Not all of them.
1: No, except Joshua and Caleb, because they believed what the Lord had already told them. God said, I will give you this land. And he didn't go into detail about the condition of the land or who was in the land. But he was going to defeat the enemies and give the people of Israel the land of Canaan.
2: And that's so important, Shelley, because he didn't speak after the fact. Right. He spoke before they went. And surely the Lord knew that there were going to be giants in the land. And surely the Lord knew that, naturally speaking, they would not have been able to defeat them, that they needed the Lord's help. And they needed to remember the scriptures because how many times does it say, the battle is not yours, it's mine, saith the Lord. So we really need to know the word of God and take heed and warning to draw close to the Lord because we're living in perilous times. You
1: know, this goes right back to what you read before, Junie, from Numbers 23, 12. Take heed to speak what the Lord gives you. When the Lord tells us something, we we have the assurance that it's going to happen. God's not going to lie. And everything he said that should have happened up till now has already happened. So we know that what he said for the future is as sure as a thing that's done already.
2: And you know, Shelley, you say that simply, but the truth of the matter is... In the scriptures, it says that Joshua and Caleb walked in another spirit. Right. So if we walk with our own understanding, we would report what the other spies reported because mm. naturally speaking, it was impossible for them to go in and take the land with all the enemies and giants right. that were in that land. But because Joshua and Caleb walked in another spirit, Hallelujah. they believed the spirit of the Lord. And we all need to learn each day of our life, Shelley, how to obey the spirit, how to be um, obedient to the spirit, whether it's speaking something or... Or if the Lord, uh, through his spirit, encourages us to do something. That's right. Or to sit before him and seek his face. To meditate with the Lord in his word. Anything that the Lord tells us, Shelley, is always in his word.
1: Really? Ginny, you realize you're you're touching on so many of these take heeds. Because when you talked about the other spirit in Joshua and Caleb, what was the first example we gave? Malachi 2.15. Take heed to your spirit. All right, maybe one more. If you think you stand, take heed lest you fall. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 12. And this is just a sample of so many times the word take heed appears that we need to take heed of our lives. Many times it says take heed to yourselves. So it's vital that we pay attention because take heed is a lot more than just listen. It's listening attentively and requiring a response from us.
2: And you know, Shelley, take heed to yourself is very deep because we're exhorted in the scriptures to examine ourselves to see if we are in the faith. And what does that mean? I mean... Every day of our life, Shelley, we're going to have choices. We're either going to choose what we naturally see or feel or think. And um, who would say you're wrong to do that? I mean, we're supposed to think, you know, and God gave us a brain to use it. However, we need our minds renewed. And when we're walking with the Lord, we can see something before us that seems very obvious but we cannot forget to pray and say, "Lord, here's the situation, which He knows already anyway." Right. But at least we are speaking to the Lord and saying, "What would You have for me to do?" That's right. And why is that so important? Because the Scriptures warn us to take heed to ourselves. That's right. So, are we living by what we see, think, or feel? Are we living? by our own understanding? Are we living in our own intelligence? I mean, some of us have college degrees and, and some of us are called doctors mm-hmm. because we have a PhD degree. But, you know, that doesn't impress the Lord. What impresses the Lord is when we take heed and understand that he loves us, he wants to guide us, he wants to lead us, and he wants to impart his life for us. Amen. And, you know, Shelley... He's there. He's waiting for us to turn to him.
1: Really? And in fact, Junie, one example is in Acts chapter 2, verse 28, where it says, Take heed to yourselves. So this is what we're going to be speaking about this week, specifically about take heed to your ways. So maybe you can even Come with us. Look at the verses in the scriptures that speak about take heed. Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you're warning us and you're calling us to be men and women of God who take heed of our lives with you. Thank you, Lord. And I pray that the listeners' orders, uh, um, listening audience, has already had their appetite whetted that we'll go through this together this week in the name of Jesus.
0: Amen. Amen.